Hello and welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where uh, today is a part two of a part four series leading up to Father's Day. And today I'm going to be talking about being a good dad in the seven characteristics of a good father. So the big question is this, how are parents like us who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough? How are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Hello, and welcome back to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to be uh, telling you or sharing with you the characteristics of being a good dad, uh, the seven characteristics of being a good dad. Uh, but first, I want to quickly recap, uh, and, and not even quite a recap, but let you know that first you need to define the type of dad that you had and the di- type of dad that you potentially are right now. And moms, do the same thing for yourself because this could help you identify your father and then your partner and, and potentially help them or at least recognize who they are uh, so that they could seek help themselves. Uh, when I ended last week's episode, I ended saying there's a lot of dads out there that when they first become a dad and they didn't have that strong relationship with their father and, you know, seven of the eight types of dads are not the most positive uh, influences in the world. What I challenge um dads to do is define that and become a good dad but in that a lot of dads define they're like i'm not gonna be like my father listen to that i'm not gonna be like my father and uh, you know i don't know jack about parenting guys uh, and, and i definitely don't know anything about writing a book but i but i wrote one and one of the chapters in my book is don't tell kids what not to do, tell them what to do. And the psychology behind that is this. When you tell kids what not to do, they could do a whole bunch of other things. Um, and the example in the book is if I walk, if, if, if your kid's running in the, the house and you tell them not to run, they could skip, they could dance, they could bounce, they could stomp. But you actually want to tell kids what to do. And consciously understand this in relation to what I'm telling you now. If you tell a kid to walk, he has one option or she has one option, they walk. So when you tell yourself, I'm not going to be like my dad, and let's just say your father was the abusive father. Well, you may not be abusive verbally or physically or emotionally, but you may become the absent father. Like, I don't want to hit my kids, therefore I'm just going to be gone. They'll be better off. And I don't think that's the type of father you want to be either. Or you may be the present but not all there father, right? You're, you're there but not there. Uh, and, and you could be the dad who shows up and provides for his family. But again, you don't want to hurt your kids. So you don't tell them you love them. You don't tell them anything. You, you tell them nothing. You're just there that's almost as good as the absent father 
So just because your father was abusive and you say, I'm not going to be like him, doesn't necessarily mean that you became a good father. And I think we all strive to want to be a good father. So when we say we're not going to be like dad, that doesn't serve you. It doesn't serve your child. It doesn't serve your family. What you can do and what I'm going to share with you here today is defining what a good father looks like. So give me a second as I pull this up. Uh, it, it is an article. I, I found it on a website. I could send the link over to uh, in the show notes uh, so that you could read it for yourself. But I'm going to go through the strong uh, seven traits of a strong father. It is on belief.net or beliefnet.com. And when I read through these, um, I was like, yeah, these do embody what it, what it is to be a good father. So the first one is patience. For a father, patience is essential. Uh, a father will inevitably face challenges from his relationship, from our children, and even from ourselves. Uh, you know, we're going to be tested in this thing we call parenthood, and we're going to feel less than. Right. We're going to feel inadequate. We're going to wonder if we're doing the right things. And here's what I say to parents. You are enough. You are enough for your children. They love you so much unconditionally at the beginning of their life and all through their life. When you really think about it, even though a child may be frustrated with their parents, we still absolutely love them. So be patient with yourself in this thing we call parenting dads because you are enough just being there in comforting your children in certain ways and showing patience in their growth and development especially in those teenage years which i haven't hit yet but be patient number two is a good father is a moral father it is he is deeply grounded with a sense of morality. This simply means that his decisions are rooted in something greater than himself. He looks to something higher. He is selfless. He is righteous. He knows the difference between good and evil, and he can deftly navigate the shades of gray between them. His sense of morality is what will guide him when his repu or when his temptation arises. When another woman's eyes linger on him, maybe a little bit too long. When money is short and his workplace credit card is burning a hole in his pocket. When his child makes him angry enough that he wants to lash out. A moral man will know what to do in each of these situations. There will be no doubt as to which is the correct path. Listen, temptation will always be there. We're human. But having a strong moral compass that does not bend or break helps make a man the best father he can be. So I'll share with the audience here. I was in church one day and the pastor said something extremely powerful. He said, we all as parents decide or, or, or want something. Uh, we all have the same goal. And what that goal is 
and it was so crystal clear for me that I remember it. I never had to listen to the message back again, nothing. He says, we all desire ultimately to have the respect, listen, the respect of our adult children. In order to get respect from our adult children, we must act accordingly with a moral compass. And he added that with this, no thing, material things, or no fling will get in the way of that. So I think there's more morality. You know, you could have 20 years of a great marriage and have one slip up in mistrust. And what would that do to your family, your wife, your children's view of you when you completely dad's disrespected mom? And I think a lot has to do with our moral compass. So believe it or not, that same statement is my mantra as a, as a father. Uh, because I'm a man. Maybe my eyes linger a little bit too much sometimes. Um, there are lustful desires at times, right? For, I think, every man. But it's what you do, and it's what your moral compass is, is what you do or do not do with that information. And I believe that that last part, no thing or no fling, is ever going to get in the way of whether or not my children respect me as an adult. So number three, a good father, he's open-minded. An open-minded man makes for a thriving family. Some men have the wrong idea of what fatherhood really is. And I imagine a lot of you who are listening, if you're still listening, can be lost in this. They think it's about control. They think it's about power, dominance, or strength. They think it's about imposing upon their family their own single-minded vision of what should be or not be. I personally love the fact that I am in a loving relationship with my wife who we work on our marriage and we work on and we talk and we communicate. And sometimes we communicate passionately, but I believe we're still communicating and, and I, I'm grateful for that. But I have realized, because I can be stubborn, guys, my wife has so many amazing ideas and she brings so much value to our family that I don't know how anybody, anybody grows up in a single household or, or a parent being a single parent and has to burden all of that responsibility. So as dads, we don't need to be the control. We need to allow mom to be her version or best version of a parent she could be while we be the best version of the parent we can be and we compromise in between because there are so many things that my wife has strengths in that I don't even possess uh, an inkling uh, of what it is that she has in those areas. And, 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 and then when I think about a dad, I think about the dad who wants the kid growing up an athlete, the, the dad who I played football and volleyball, who wants their kids to do exactly what they did and control that scenario. And people often ask me, Hey, is Christian going to play football? And I was like, I don't know <laughs> if he decides to, if that's what he wants to do. Um, I just want to support what my kids uh, find a liking in and a passion in, I want to support that. And I think that's being an open-minded father. So number four, a good father is a man who is loving. People everywhere 
people, uh, sorry, I'm reading this. So ask people everywhere what they wish their fathers had done and you'll hear something like this. I wish he had shown his love more often. And I, I cannot tell you how many times I talk to people and say, my father, my mother never told me they loved me. I could count on one hand how many times they told me they loved me. And it stands out. It was like after uh, uh, something tragic happened. You know, they were in a massive car accident and they come to the hospital and they're in the hospital bed, thought they could have lost their children. And they're like, hey, I just, I just want you to know I'm glad you're okay. I love you so much. And that's the only time the parents mustered up the courage. But it's not their fault. That's how they were raised. But here, I'm telling you, if you're listening to this podcast, you're here to break the cycle. You're here to bring awareness. You're here to experience something different in your parenting journey than you experienced. So if you didn't have that good father, that good parent, these are the characteristics of a good father, a good man. And that's someone who is willing to hug their kids every single day and tell them, I love you. I'm going to, I'm going to, right now, I'm going to just sit there and share with you my own thoughts. I learned this a couple years ago and it's just stuck with me. Either say it or show it in some form. I think there are three things that every father should tell their kids or show their kids in some way each and every single day. You should tell your kids every single day, I love you. You should tell your kids or show your kids every day, I believe in you. And you should tell your kids or show your kids every day how much you are proud of them. In the statement, I am proud of you. You know, and, and it comes to, and, and I'll share with you, my son has a, a YouTube channel and I asked him to start, I, I do some of the editing now and I'm not the best editor in the world. Uh, thank you, Charles, for editing my podcasts. Um, there are things that I asked him to do while he's recording, like not go in between screens, not do this. If it's going to be a game that you want to focus on, focus on it because dad doesn't want to cut out all that stuff in the middle. And if you do do that, cut it out. You know, stop talking in that time as you're transitioning so that it flows. Um, and, and yesterday I edited three videos for him. And every direction I gave him last week, he followed. And I'm editing and I, he goes, you're done editing, Dad? I said, yeah, they're all rendering. I said, but, but I, I want to tell you how much I, how proud I am of you. I asked you to do a couple things. And you did everything I asked. This was so simple for Dad to help you with. And I appreciate you listening. I love you. I love doing this with you. But more importantly, I love watching your growth. I believe your goals with this are going to be achieved. Thank you for allowing me to share that as I'm going through this list. So a father or a man, just period, who is a good man or a good father is he's loyal. Loyalty is a trait that keeps families together in the hardest of times as we're going through COVID-19 right now. A loyal father is one that can be trusted to be there today, tomorrow, and forever. And my mantra, as I shared it with you, that's my goal, is keeping this family unit together. And I know I, only I, can play the role that I can play in that to make it happen. 
And I wish my leadership within the house allows that to transpire into my kids and my wife also. This is about the ability to commit a step forward from a mere patient, loyal, uh, uh, a step forward from mere patience. Loyalty is the ability to consistently stick by your choices no matter the cost. And when a man takes the choice to become a father, a strong sense of loyalty becomes vital. This doesn't, this doesn't just mean a father physically stays with his family, right? Loyalty means much more than that. It means standing up for your family when others attack them and when life events lay them low. It means being there for them. Keeping your commitment to ensuring the welfare of your children and your spouse. It's funny it says spouses here. I guess we're talking to the audience. I only have one spouse. And it means being consistent in all of these things that we're discussing today. A loyal father doesn't place work or recreation or his, friend, or his friendships above their families. They put family first. And the result is a strong household that will not break beneath, even in the most violent of terms. Number six, an honest man. Honesty is hard to come by in anyone, but to be a good father, this is a trait that is a must. Why? Because all relationships are built on trust. This includes the relationship between father and spouse, as well as between father and child. Honesty creates a sense of safety. Uh, again, I'll, I'll, I'll shift away from this. If your children can't trust you, if you are not congruent with your words and your actions, they don't understand. And they start growing up and their words and actions aren't congruent. So when you say, hey, you can't have dessert at, unless you eat your dinner and they eat half their dinner and you give them dessert, they don't understand that. And there's a lack of uh, honesty from you in, in, in terms of your commitments to your own rules, right? You're kind of lying to yourself. And kids don't understand the inconsistencies. What they start doing is mimicking those inconsistencies. And then you wonder why, right? You wonder why your kids are falling short in some areas. It's only because they are watching your own actions. And lastly... A good father is a father who leads by example. And I just alluded to that in the previous one where um, they're watching everything we're, gonna, we're doing. So one of the most needed traits of any parent is the ability to lead by example. A father is a co-leader of the family unit. He is often considered the head of the household. What he does and what he shows to be permissible through his own life choices, everyone else will do. I just said this, right? That's why it is vitally important that fathers lead by example. And this means putting into action all of the traits on this list. It means being loving, honest, loyal, open-minded, moral, and patient. No one is perfect, as I alluded to in the first episode of this series, right? But if a father is available to visibly act in these ways, 
He'll plant seeds of these traits in his children, and they'll one day do the same for their own children. Leading by example provides what every good father should be, a role model. In a world, the world is built on nations. Nations are built on communities, and communities are built on families, and families take their cues from a strong role model within their ranks. This means that if a father consistently makes harmful choices, listen to this, guys, his children may take the same path and through them will negatively affect the world. But if a father begins making the right choices, but if a father begins making the right choices, and if they begin modeling good behavior and the wonderful effects this creates, he puts goodness out into the world. And what's more, his family will be happier and stable due to his guidance. I don't know jack about parenting, but that all makes a lot of sense to me. Check out the show notes. Hopefully you took your own notes, but you could always come back and re-listen and see where you can improve and how you can do better so that you can be that good father to your children. We'll see you in the next episode. Do you want to be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had, at BeTheDadYouWishYouHad.com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to BeTheDadYouWishYouHad.com now and get it while it's free.